Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It's been two weeks. Two weeks since we were alive. Two. You hear that? Yeah. Thunder. Thunder. Um, wow. Quiet. Was <laughs> um, we just let everybody know the dogs are here barking at the thunder? Last week, of course, we had uh, the holiday, which Memorial Day. And, yes, thank um, you for your service, by the way. Well, you know something. I, it, I'm glad you said that because. Um, you know, thank you for recognizing, but Memorial Day is not about my service. It's, it's about, about the it's about people the people who, who gave lives. the yes. ultimate service. You know, and, I know, and it's cool because, like, you know, I felt, you know, because I, you know, I'm a Marine and I, I, I had active duty. Um, I respectfully, you know, respond the proper way. But there's one thing in our world because we are so disposable and we forget like everything and we mix everything together it's it's oh yeah thank you for your service or people look at it as a long weekend right. oh, we get an extra day of grilling right. and chilling and we're going to be eating burgers and forget about the real reason the for real it. reason for yeah. the holiday and i put something on social media about it that it was called a uh, decoration day at first for uh-huh. the civil war Members and not until after World War One was it called Memorial Day for all of those who lost their lives, and it's been you know it's been that way ever since. Um, it's it's always good to have reflective days, even in I mean what we were ta- kind of like what we were talking about uh, even before the show, you know to reflect back on 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 remembering where we came from. You said you went to a. Um, uh, a type of group was the ACOA. Yeah, adult children of alcoholics. And, and they talked completely off of, you know, quote unquote program stuff. Right. And they and they had you focus on you. And that's the you know, that's the, the greatest way to be able to reflect back on you and not use anything around you as a crutch. The only thing that I can really claim is of uh, a, a responsibility is my saturation point because when I got to that point I could use no more no more excuses I couldn't say it was my mother's fault it was my sister's fault it was my cousin's fault it was my fault that drove me to my saturation point now from that point on I can't use that as a crutch anymore if I want to better myself right I can't use that as an excuse. And you see a lot of people sitting in the quote-unquote spiritual programs of blank A uh, using that as a tool of justification. Right. I and, agree. And you're, you're going to get lost in, in your sickness and you're not going to be able to get out of it. Easily. I mean, anyone can get out, I think, if they want to badly enough, but it's not going to be a quick or easy process. And I think a lot of people are given that. And I don't know if it's the meetings themselves that give you the idea that that's going to happen or if it's just kind of common 
lore out there now that, you know, you're going to get hit in the head by a lightning bolt and all of a sudden you're going to be sober and your life is going to be wonderful and marvelous. And that really, in my experience of, of just watching it, that's not really what happens. You know, it your sobriety comes in fits and starts. Um, you're not particularly happy for a while because the crutch that you were using for whatever reason has been taken away and now your brain has to heal, your life has to change and none of those things are easy. Right. So, you know, it's not like you get struck in the head by God or whoever and you're suddenly healed. I think the healing is a much longer process than anyone anyone suspects. Oh, absolutely. Well, or, or at least that's what we've been given to believe. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I um... I, I agree with you that uh, it takes longer. I think when I was, for lack of a better word, jaded in my thought process, coming into or even helping at that point, founding a, an area of um, blank A, I don't want to say AANA, whatever. Um, yeah, one of the anonymous one of, one of the anonymous programs. It was it was very minimal in my area, and we had to go elsewhere to get it if that's what we wanted. I'll use Narcotics Anonymous, um, but we were very jaded, or I was very jaded in my thought process using um, my uh, use as justification for being where I was. And and I think what happened was is I wasn't allowing myself the opportunity to grow because I, I embraced the use. You right. know what I mean? In the sense of in the sense of I wouldn't say that I, I, I thought, you know, and I and I think even up to I don't know how long we've been doing a show, ten years now? Yeah. I think even eight or nine years ago, I would say that I didn't think it took that long in order to get well. You know what I mean? I yeah. thought I thought that as soon as you put down that, because that's what they tell you. Yes. When you put it down, and like, you it's embrace better. the program, yeah. which means you, you know, you go every day. You don't really hang around with anyone else. You know, you basically do what you're told because the people in there have more experience, sober than you do, and so they know better than you, and that. Maybe they do on some things and and maybe not. You know, yeah. I I don't want to. I know that that they've helped a lot of people over the years, but things are changing, and I don't know if it's the program is changing or that you know the disease itself, if we even want to call it that, is evolving. But it doesn't seem to be helping as many people. Well, I you know, and I, I don't. I, I, you said the the program is changing. I think. Black and white, the words on the book still have the same meaning as they did in 1935, 34, 35. It still has the meaning. It's our interpretation that is skewed. Because like we like I said before the before the show, it's not a program for well people. So so sane people don't find their way in there and hang around. Because sane people go. These people are nuts, right. they? and they <laughs> and they go along along their merry way, and you know. So it's not a program for well people; it's a program for sick people, and it's like the prison is running the prison. So when somebody comes in new, 
know, unaware of the goings on of whatever anonymous program it is that you're stepping down into the halls of, you kind of are getting a skewed message when you're coming in the door. And, and how, so how can you progress through that? Well, and I think every meeting has a different personality depend, depending on who is right. controlling it. And there are people that control them because they like the control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found that in the uh, Friends and Family Anonymous programs as well. You know, some were particularly difficult because there were people who controlled everything. Everything. You know, what was said, what was read. Uh-huh. Uh, we, you know, there were a lot of rules. And, of course, they're unaware of the rules when they first come in because they, they come in, you know, stunned, miserable, whatever. Well, they're almost, they're almost told in, say, detox or uh, rehab to follow what's put in front of you, you know? And when, you, when you're looking at uh, detox and rehab, that's another thing that's, uh, I mean, I guess this is going to be a show about broken stuff <laughs> because um, the, the message the message of uh, recovery is as great as the individuals that work there. A lot of the individuals that work there start after 30 days of being yeah, out of they're rehab. sick too. And I think, um, you know, the, the premise of, of the entire program is based, most of rehab still, is based on the AA way of doing things, you know, the, the anonymous program. You go to meetings every day, they bring meetings into the rehab. The entire idea of it taking 30 days and then you're going to be okay. Right. That's based on, I believe, a Vietnam-era model for the guys that were coming back from the war hooked on heroin. Right. They needed to get them detoxed so they could send them back. And that's how 30 days evolved into what we now see most of the time. And I think 30 days is enough. Um, the way the programs are run, I actually saw something the other day that was interesting. You know, they were talking about the different people in rehab. Yeah, so... Um we're going to go to break right now. We will, we're going to put, we'll pick this conversation back up with what Ellen, I just had to cut her off because we're having a little difficulty here. So call 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. 
Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Ready to transform your health and your world? Join host Melissa Alexander for Insight Living with Vitality. Melissa and her guests go behind the scenes on what it takes for practitioners and clients to transform themselves and others. She provides insight to medical procedural breakthroughs, available product resources, and explains lifestyle choices designed to improve and expand your vitality. It's time to get rid of that baggage, remove those blockages, and prevent buildup from hindering your progress in life. Tune in every month. Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back. Hopefully we cleared up what was going on. And do you remember what it was that you were talking about? Well, I I saw a funny meme, and it was about all the different types of people in rehab, and I can't find it, but it was really hilarious. Yeah. You know, it was like, they're the people that, you know, the addicts that are talking to other addicts about drugs all the time, the girl that's Uh looking for a sugar daddy, you know, (laughs) but it was basically like everybody's in there for a reason other than to get sober and recover from you know, from the addiction. Right. You know, but, you know, and and like I was saying before we went to break, you know, a lot of the recovery, quote unquote, models are broken in the aspect that, you know, my, my firm belief is, is that I had no clue. I, I, I couldn't give anyone any type of advice for a good solid year anyway because I was still learning how to stay clean. You know, they, they say, you know, um, we were talking before again about, you know, don't give up five minutes before the miracle and, and this, that, the other thing. All of those, all of those um, negative points that they um, reassure to keep you sick within mm-hmm. that first year, how are we going to put those people in a position of authority of new people with four, five, six, seven, eight days clean? Yeah, I, I, I don't really understand except that, you know, this is, first of all, a way to employ them. Second of all, they're probably working cheap. And third, you know, you need but a it's warm a, body. But it, but it, but it, 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 it gives a broken message. Right. It does, and you know, I think a lot of them actually relapse with the clients in the facility. I don't know. I'm starting to think that even calling it recovery is not 
is not the correct way to look at it. No. And, you know, it, you are told you're going to be sick the rest of your life. And the only way that you can maintain not being sick, well, I mean, you're going to be sick no matter what, but the only way that you can maintain is to, you know, complete abstinence from every substance. But and then embrace, you talk to these, embrace, embrace these 12 well, principles. Well, but then you talk yeah. to these people, and they're all on, you know, antidepressants mm-hmm. and, you know, other psych drugs. So, you know, in yeah. my opinion, <laughs> what's the difference? No, and, and, and you know, the... the um, I think it. I think it does wonders if you're, if you're looking for an answer. Don't listen to what it is that we're saying. We're just kind of, we're just trying to reestablish a point of commonality, I guess, within the confines of what happens in a meeting. You know, there. I, I maybe just re-establishing uh, and allowing an individual to know. Their own individual awarenesses when they come into a meeting that they, it's not full of well people. Right. You know, and there are people with ulterior motives that are in there. Oh, a lot of them. There yeah. are people that are cleaner than the day is long, and they're the sickest one in the room. Well, there, there are people who are in there for control. There are the good right. old 13th steppers, and there are a lot of those. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I think that. People are given the wrong idea when they get there. You're not going to get hit by a lightning bolt and suddenly get better. There's a book out there, and I want you to I want you to look it up. It's the real thirteenth step. It has nothing to do with a guy chasing a girl or a girl <laughs> chasing a guy. The real thirteenth step speaks about um, on and after the program, like when you when you embrace the twelve spiritual principles. Where do you go from there? Do you do you dwell in the basement of a church for the rest of your life, or do you embrace the real thirteenth step? And it's and it's an individual's opinion of um, how you get on with life, right? And because that's ultimately what these readings and what these teachings are to get you on with life, not to not to suffocate you with. Having to go to a meeting every single day, having to, you know, all the have-tos that come with any AA or NA, GA, whatever program. Yeah. Any of the anonymous programs. I, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to bash the principles. I just, you know, from what I've seen, and, and there seem to be a lot of people that are lost in addiction right now because of the opioid crisis. Right. And it's not helping the majority of them. And I think what people don't realize is there is no miracle cure. It's going to take a while before you feel better. It's, you know, it's a process. Yeah. I mean, you can feel better, but you're not going to be suddenly well. I guess that, I think that's the... You're uh, not going to wake up well. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're going to, you know, and having watched someone very close to me go through this, mm-hmm. it, you know, life is a journey. Yes. Yeah. And her journey out of... You know, the active addiction, homelessness, jails, all of it took a while. Learning you know, how to be a productive in, yeah, member of society, yeah. Starts. Uh, it came with wanting to do something really badly mm-hmm. and realizing that the only way to do that is to stop putting a needle in your Right, arm. and just following the next right move, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, yeah. there were days that were terrible, mm-hmm. you know, and at first. And there still will there were, be. Yeah, yeah, but I think at first more days were bad than good, and it uh-huh. took, took about two years. 
to really start feeling like, hey, I'm okay. I'm like everybody else. I'm not right. this, you know, strange person with an addiction now that everybody looks at and thinks. But I'm now, normal. but now, put her back in a quote unquote rehab employment environment. She's only going to get as well as that point of of employment. Because she's staying around sick people. Right. She she took herself out of that environment, still embraced it in however the way that she did, but she learned a new way of life through trial and error. Yeah. Her own and, trial and error. Right. And that's how I, I that that's what this real thirteen step thing is about. It's it's about embracing life on and after with the tools that you learn. Within the within the confines of a twelve step recovery group, that doesn't it doesn't mean you know abolish it and ban it and run away because I don't know how successful you would immediately be in any you know in any early uh, length of recovery, but I think it it gives you other options because when you're listening to people and readings and you see somebody with. Somebody somebody looks at me in a meeting and I'm sharing and they go, this Momo's got 30 years and he's still sitting in this church basement. Yeah. One, it shows that the, the program works. Yes, it shows the program works, but what has this guy done with his life that he still has to come down and sit in this basement? So because, because we have such a uh, – human nature is to look at the negative. Right. As well as the positive, but in in a recovery early recovery environment, we we definitely bolt towards the negative. So why is this stooge still sharing his experience, strength, and hope with thirty years clean, thirty years sober? This yeah. is what I have to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, in your case, I'm sure it's because you're giving back. And, and yeah, no, yeah, but that's not what they see. They, well, and I think there are some people who go because they like to hear themselves talk, and this is a place where people have to listen. That's why we have this show. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we, can, we can give our opinions. Right. We but, like to hear ourselves talk. Yeah, she, um, she felt like the anonymous programs hurt her a lot more than they helped her. And, and they and do. As well as the rehab. And they do hurt, you know, certain people, you know, uh, Fortunately enough, um, it took me a little bit to. I, I you know, it it takes. It's just it's a process, and people need to understand that. You know, any any type of of recovery from anything is going to be a process. If if you broke your hip, you're going to be in the hospital, you're going to have surgery, then you're going to have to go to a rehab, then you're going to still be going to physical therapy. And I think maybe we need to think about it in those terms. Yeah. So I, I guess ultimately, you know, you, you do need to, you do need to um, embrace the 24 spiritual principles of, of, of a recovery program. But you need to also have awarenesses that in, while embracing that, um, you need to experience life as well. This this isn't going too well with the with the dogs in the thunderstorm. With the with the dogs in the thunderstorm. So just deal just deal with the animals and um, 
Actually, I think I think actually I think we're due for a break. So, call eight six six four seven two five seven nine two if you have any words of wisdom. We want to share your experience, strength, and hope uh, with your comments, questions, or whatever. Dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. When Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery Radio Show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you stopped to think seriously about hypnosis? Hypnosis can set you on your way to better health, can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. we got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back. I apologize for the communication problems here but um I, I don't necessarily know we just came upon a uh kind of freaky um yeah we kind of have a freaky freak florida thunderstorm that freak just florida thunderstorm up. and it, mm-hmm. i don't know if it's messing yeah, I think with you're us in but a it's wind actually, tunnel here anyway it's actually messing with the dogs yeah i actually uh two days ago my my flagpole blew over my uh the basketball hoop blow over backwards which never 
it go it went up over the whole wow. and also I had a trampoline in the backyard had a trampoline in the backyard and it's in the lake yeah, I think you had a tornado <laughs> so, here. Yeah, it didn't rain that much at my house. So something happened. I, I, it was just a freaky wind, you know. Fortunately enough, it didn't do any damage to the house. It, it went whipping through, whipping through the yard, but it didn't do, do anything to the house. You know, it would have blown the cats off the back porch. Oh yeah. 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 Poor Pepsi. What would he do? But we, I mean, we were talking about the, I guess, lack of a better terminology, the brokenness of, of recovery, and I'm only I'm only speaking with a jaded tongue tonight. I think because I look a lot on social media and I see the the bad messaging that we put out about it, you know. Um, when you see a marketer bounce from place to place to place to place to place yeah. and back to the same original place, it, it just kind of, what, what is the message telling you? It, it, it just means that it stays broken and they're not. I mean, I know people who work, I know a person who, work, who, who has worked in Tampa doing that for 26 years, same facility. Oh, really? What does it tell you about that facility? They invest in their people. Right. I was going to say, that's probably yeah. not a bad place. No, it's because, an awesome place. You know, if you've yeah. got somebody who, who has been doing that, they have the experience. That's the first place that comes out of my mouth if somebody yeah. says something about Florida. The other ones where people are bouncing place to place to place to place are No, they're probably events. being yeah. sold back and forth. That's what happens. Well, well not even that. I mean... Or they're because, just... Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not getting better. No, because the individual... Yeah, the individual or the place is just... But you know that's not that's not for us to fix over the year. It's maybe maybe it's just to to share the awarenesses, to stay aware of uh, anything that looks like a golden coin may just be a shiny penny. Right. Life is not. I think the the biggest message, at least for me, is life is not easy, and no. it's not going to be easy. And you know your journey out of the addiction is not going to be easy. And, you know, if you accept that and maybe set goals, I don't know. I think that's kind of what my daughter did. She she mm-hmm. had a goal. Yeah. And it was important to her. And she didn't know how she was going to achieve it. But, you know, a little at a time, she did. I mean, she, she ultimately, um, she would be a good case study for someone who did everything right. And the wrong thing happened to her. Right. You know, but I mean, through perseverance, I saw her like randomly six cities away this morning and at a convention. Yeah. She looked happy, joyous and free, as they say, you know, And, and that's what it's about. So don't give up on your loved ones if they're struggling. And if you think that what they're bringing home to you is a mess. Um, it more than likely is because that's the message that they're getting. Doesn't mean they need to change what it is that they're doing. Just give them a little bit more awarenesses and just give them a little bit more love. Because if somebody is trying to progress and they are in their own way, just a little loving touch can make the world. Yeah, I, you know, my thing is stay out of their way and let them figure it out. Once I got out of her way, she did a lot better. 
you know, she started figuring things out on her own instead right. of always having me hovering around fixing everything. Well, because before that, you were, you were pointing and she just followed. Well, either that or way. something would happen yeah. and I would fix it and something yeah. else would happen and I would fix it. And, you know, I would strongly suggest doing this or that. And, you know, that really... You know, if I'd left her alone, I think maybe she would have gotten better quicker. I don't know. But that's when you started getting better. So. Well, I don't know. know. I don't know if I'm better. It's just I gave up. Well, you know, I realized that, I couldn't. That allowed, you, that allowed you the opportunity to work on yourself yeah, at that point. Yeah. So I, you weren't uh, working on her. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't fix it. And that's a very, very hard for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a fixer by nature. You know, I take care of things, I make sure everything's clean, I make sure everything's organized, and I couldn't clean up her life or organize it. Right. But now she says she's the only sane person in the family. Well. (laughs) (laughs) And that may be true. She's turned into a real straight-laced kind of, I think her boss was teasing her and calling her a nun the other night. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Huh. Yep, it's a big change. Yeah, no, I mean, and 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 it's good to see because you you watch someone's progression. Oh yeah, Uber responsible doesn't yeah. even speed goes yeah. the speed limit, which drives me nuts because I yeah. like to go fast. But I mean, I'm sure my mother and and family uh, look at me from where I was to where I am, and they say, you know, like we can we could see the progression. We watched right. the progression. We watched you stumble. We watched you fall through your progression, uh, which is which is normal. And, you know, that's one thing that you need to have an awareness of as well. Uh, Just because someone stumbles, it doesn't necessarily mean that they've given up. Yeah, it's, you know, it's human nature. And and it's, you know, it's part of the learning process, too. It's part of, it's just part of the journey. And, you know, one of the things I think that happens to people who are in addiction, if they're in it long enough, they lose the respect of everyone around them. They're judged. Yep. You know, they're they're looked at as less than. And that that's very difficult. You know, and, and my daughter literally had to struggle all the way back from that to the, you know, even mm-hmm. at the job where she is now. You know, there were people that knew and said things. and Yeah, yeah. But people, you know something, and and the sad reality is, is like I shared, I have 30 years clean and sober. All I would have to do is walk back into one of my old hangouts. Maybe if I was selling raffle tickets or something, if I walked back in the door of an establishment that I used to frequent, somebody in there is going to say, after 30 years, I knew you'd be back. (laughs) So what is that? What is that message? Well, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, so exactly. It's judgment. The, the negative, Don't yeah. judge anyone. I really. I remember. That's my one mother, of my biggest lessons. Don't my judge. Meeting one of my friends' mothers, and her saying, "What gives your son the right to be clean and mine not?" You well, know, free will. Yeah. How come your son? How come your son's clean and mine isn't? I mean, I don't think my mother had an answer for that. Except, uh, can you tell me what aisle the peas are on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you answer that? Instead of saying, "I'm happy for you," right. I wish that could happen to me or to my son. Well, all I'm saying is, is that there's people out there that oh, yeah. wish you wish, wish you, you dread. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but I guess that's just all part of being human. Right. You know, mm-hmm. human nature is to look down on others and be judgmental yeah. if you if you're feeling less than yourself. And those are the sick people that are right. within the within that the, are that within, are yeah. going to be stuck in in that in the yeah. rooms forever. Mm-hmm. 
you know, yeah. they they uh, they say take what you leave, take what you like, and leave the rest. But um, sometimes I walk out of there with just the gratitude of being able to experience someone else's chaos without having to own it. Right, or knowing that you're not alone, or that you're not strange, because other people experience the same things too. Yeah, but I mean, like like I said, you walk into a room of kooks, and yeah. someday you walk out with the gratitude that you're not a kook. Yeah, you're not, you're and not you don't. Crazy yeah, today. you don't have to stay. Yeah, you're not crazy yeah. today because tomorrow you definitely can embrace that. You know, and 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 there's no there's no life expectancy on on cuckoo behavior. You know, people people prove that. All the time. I mean, I do. Like, like sometimes I get um, very hyper uh, frantic. I'd say with, with the dogs, they they can get on my nerves. Like some days, like yeah. that, and I have to go take a ride. So yeah. I'm, I'm driving away. I'm driving <laughs> gotta, away. From gotta the leave them behind a little yeah. while. Oh, my grandchildren, the same thing. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? They're they're all over me, and I'm like, ah, I'm trying to be nice, trying to be nice, trying to be nice, and all of a sudden, ah, yeah. Get away from so, me. you know, the, you can't get away from being human. Right. But you can do the best you can with the tools that are given to you. And we, ha- and we have the, uh, the ultimate gift. We're given a toolbox of things to help us through crazy situations, easy situations, right. happy, sad, joyous, whatever situations. We're given a toolbox. How we choose to use that is totally up to us. If we are taught to use it broken, we will always use the broken pieces right. to play with. So awarenesses of where you're going, awarenesses of where you came from, give you a lot more ass in your seat when you're making decisions to try to better your life yeah and and um again it's it's a process and and you need to have goals you can't just go sit there no no i i I remember i don't know maybe i was seven eight years clean and we had a a meeting down on the waterfront this guy was in there every single day at 12 o'clock and um he used to always say, God will provide. God will provide. God will provide. God will provide. I that hear that his, too, but I think that, you got No, but that was his message. And he came in one day and he was shocked that his lights were turned off. Oh. I guess God didn't God pay didn't his, provide no, the bill, the no, money God for the bills. Because he didn't get off his ass and find a job. Well, they they always say God will provide, but you got to do the footwork. You, you add, yeah, well, he left that piece yeah, out. Right. He just thought God was going to provide. And, and, you know, it's sad if he truly, truly believed that because, you know, that's delusional. Well, that's, you know, that's what sometimes we deal with. Delusional, you know, uh, delusions of grandeur. You know, I, I, I say I suffer from an illness that in one moment makes me feel better than and then the next moment makes me feel less than. Right. Not today, because I kind of have an awareness of, of where I am and, and uh, you know, but there was a long time in the beginning where 
one individual was talking, my mind, my sick mind would say I was better than them. Right. And then another individual would be talking, and I, I felt less than they did. So within within the confines of an hour, hour's worth of meeting, I went through that better, less, better, less, better, less with everybody who was sharing because I was trying to compare me and what I was doing with them and what they were doing. And that's not what you, that's yeah, not that's a healthy place to be. Definitely but that's not. what they teach you there. Yes, yeah. You you got to follow the people that have the the most time. You've got to follow the people that come to the meetings all the time. You've got to follow, you know, a rigid rigid program. And I don't think that's the right message. In no, and I I don't really think that's what the founding fathers meant either. You know, they they did a lot of, they were studying a lot of things about the brain and ADHD and how it plays into it. You know, oh, I used that as an excuse too for a while. I used that as a reason, which is which is totally wrong. No, I I think you know it is what it is, and you know you just if you want to get somewhere different, then you've got to do the work, and yeah. it's it's going to be a process, and it's going to come in fits and starts, and you know you may get real real down some days and think you can't do it, but if you mm-hmm. just keep going, you can, you know, and and then eventually life evens out some. And you know you the may not be get less. yeah you yeah. you may not be happy every day but mm-hmm. you'll realize that you know maybe tomorrow will be a better day or next week will be better you know it's just all part of the process of living yes which is never easy you know some days are easier than others but you know overall you know we all have a lot to go through but on that the bag journey. of tools that the, the bag of tools that are given to you or that you you take and mold along the way. Those those tools can get you out of a lot of the things that you haphazardly get yourself into, um, as long as they are a a good set of tools, and as long as you have a good sponsor and a good a good um, network, mm-hmm. then that's the greatest tool that you can have. Well, you yeah, know, the, the ability the, to say help. Yeah, and the, and then the support that you will get because. People want to help, for the most part. I think you know, yeah. you know, they know where you are, and they've been there too, and you know, they they found a way out, and yeah, you know, hopefully you'll be able to find your way out too. But it's going to be your way, not anybody else's. No, way. because you because ultimately you're the one that's responsible for you, right? And you know, you, you hear people say, you know, um, do what I say and not what I do. Yeah, it's kind of. You know, yeah, I've actually I, I even heard doctors do people, say that. <laughs> yeah, I try. Yeah, I try not to do what people say. I try to take a suggestion, um, and just watch what people do. You know, like I mean, my dad told me when I was a kid, a smart man learns from his mistake. A wise man learns from others. So if you're in a if you're in a recovery community and you're watching people fall on their face, and you ultimately fall on your face for the same reason. You're not paying attention to what's going on. You're not paying attention to the gift that was given to you. True. You know, um, so just have an awareness of where you are, who you're putting yourself, who you're surrounding yourself with. And, and that's how you get out of the mess. You, you may, you know, uh, you may not be guided or saved by an individual who, who has any type of uh, spiritual program. It True. may be an individual at work that's just that you're watching and everything seems to be clicking for them and everything's right. And you try molding your toolbox 
to what it is that they use. And if that's the way that it works, that's the way that it works. It doesn't work. It's not cookie cutter. Stamp, 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 stamp. It works the same way for 99 out of 100 people. No, it probably works the same way for 3 out of 100 people. Right. The 97 others have to find a different way to do it. Their own way. Well, their own way. And that yeah. that's the most important thing because I think that's the most empowering thing, too, when you realize you can do this. Yeah. And, and you're doing it by yourself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're With doing it. Yeah, us, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, you're doing it under your own power. Yeah. Nobody's doing it for you. Nope. You're doing it. And, you know, then after a while, wow, you did it. Yeah. And, and now you're living, the, yeah, you're living every day to the fullest. And give yourself the credit. There's a lot of people who um, don't give themselves credit for positive things in their life because they're taught early on, you know, embrace your mess. Okay, yeah. so, so I own the mess. That means I also own all the good stuff that I've been doing right. too. A lot of people say, well, yeah, it's my fault that I didn't have the, uh, the lights turned on, but, uh, you know, God sorry fit to have somebody pay my bill or something like that. No. You 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 went out and you worked and you paid your bills. Right. You went out and you worked and you bought a car. You went out, you worked and you bought a house. That you need to take responsibility for that aspect of it as well as the bad behavior part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent yeah, responsibility. Take the good with the bad. You know, yeah. you hear the horror stories, and I, you know, I've also heard people say, "Well, let's hear." You know, let's not dwell on that. Let's dwell on what happened afterward. Yes. You know, when when you stopped what you were doing, and when you, you know, you know, took those steps to improve your life, and the ones that tell the truth, it wasn't easy. Yeah. It wasn't easy, but it was satisfying. You know, and, and I want to say, looking back. Um. Embracing what was shown to me, my biggest responsibility the first six months was making sure that I had uh, clean clothes and a new pair of sneakers. Right. So I sold that six months short only because I followed what was put in front of me. The individuals, as new as they were, had no idea either. I would never show someone that as just just sit in your seat for six months, just keep on coming. Right. No. Start start repairing you from from you know all aspects of your life. Not just not just the uh the broken spirituality, the broken mental, uh, all of that. You know, physically you're gonna get better, hopefully. Um but you need to you need to start embracing change as soon as possible. Well, yeah, because you're coming from a place of basically total brokenness. Yeah. You know, mentally, physically, spiritually. It, you know, people are, are broken, and that's why this has happened. Yes. And it's your job to put yourself back together with, mm-hmm. as you say, the support of others. Yeah, with the support and guidance of others. I mean, you need, there, there, are, there are times when you have to rest on someone else's right. shoulder. Um, and like I said... You don't have to make mistakes that people have made because you've seen what has happened. And there are people that make that same mistake, and I don't necessarily know. I mean, I, I know I've done it, but, you know, I try to learn from others' mistakes today. Why do I have to go through that? Why do I yeah. have to put myself through that? Unless I ultimately choose to, unless I'm sabotaging myself, which we can do as well. 
Well, you, know? I mean, you don't have can. to be an addict to do that. No. <laughs> everybody can do that. No, I think a, I, I think a lot more quote-unquote normies do that than, than right. not. Right, I agree. I think, well, normies don't maybe have the insight because they haven't... They haven't right. lived through hell and walked out the other side. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah, and 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 that's for, what well, what you said, lived through hell and walked out the other side. That's for every single family member that has. Oh, yeah. Has somebody. You don't have to be the physically, the physical individual who is who is ingesting the chemical. It's everybody else that you've touched as well. Oh yeah. Anybody who loves you hell. is yeah. is is dying too because yeah, you know it, it's horrible to watch somebody go through this and not be able to help at all. Right. And, you know, you know the terrible shock that goes along with, with every activity that, you know, you guys engage in as, as, yeah. it, as it progresses. It, it's, it's horrific. Yeah. You know, and, the, and the, the thing about it is, is I think that, you know, if a family embraces an individual, like, like my family, I think we have come a long way in a lot of different aspects. I mean, there's. A, I'm sure if we laid it all out, Doctor Spock would say, "No, that's that's a that's a you know a detrimental spot. That's a detrimental spot. That's a detrimental spot." But I think from where we were to where we are, we've come a long way. Do we have a lot of growth to do? Absolutely. Fortunately enough, it's not over yet. Right. Tomorrow morning, if we all wake back up. We all have the opportunity to make it that much better. Right. And, you know, that is with everyone and any family, any community that is dealing with addiction. Don't listen to what it is that we're saying and say, okay, that's it, you know. They, these people don't embrace the recovery model. That's not true. We embrace the model of change, which is do yourself the greatest justice you can and take responsibility for not only the good but the bad. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's, it is your individual journey. No one can do it for you. People can walk beside you. But they, you know, nobody's going to set your goals and help you or make you achieve them. That has to come from inside of you. And I think most people have the capability of doing that. It's just, you know, sometimes it takes longer. But there should be no shame in coming from from a place like, you know, where where most addicts end up back out into the light. And it's going to take you some time. And that's okay, too. Nothing good happens quickly. And you, so take the time that you need to do what you need to do. And, and do it your way with, you know, with guidance, right. with support. And, and, you know, if your family isn't along for the journey, it, don't wait. You know, don't, don't wait for them. Uh, I'm not saying, you know. No, you can't. You can't. No, because because we have seen through our journey um, people who don't have the willingness to change, but the individual who caused the mess is on and happy with their life. Right. So that individual wasn't going to change anyway. They were looking for a reason to stay miserable. That reason's gone, so 
We'll find a new reason. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a reason to be miserable. Yeah. I think, you know, in some ways it's a lot easier to be miserable than it is to, you know, go out and, and live your best life and try to be positive. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It, it you know, can so be I, difficult. You know, so I, I you know, like like we have said over and over again, the message today is we kinda we kinda got a little bit or I did anyway, tainted with um the don'ts within a uh 12-step recovery group. Um, but one of the do's to take away from the program is is uh, awareness. Yes. You know, just just stay aware. Embrace, uh, embrace awareness as much as you're trying to embrace change. Because, the, you know, not everybody is there for the same reason you are. No one in that room is there for the same reason you are. You're there to get yourself better. They're not there to get you better. They're there to either stay sick or to get themselves better. So the common goal and the common the common bond is, you know, getting each other well. My most important goal is to get me well. If I can give you advice and it helps you, then come along with me. But if not, you got to go. Right. And, you know, they, they say the most important person is the newcomer in the room. It's a lie. Yeah. The most important person in a room that I'm sitting in is me. Is you. Right. Because if I didn't go into that room and I didn't embrace what it is that I'm doing, then what am I doing there? You know, I get that. I get that it's vitally important to embrace a newcomer. Absolutely. That's what that's what I'm saying now. But the most important individual in the room is me, because if I didn't have me, I wouldn't be able to embrace them. True. I wouldn't be able to say that they were very important, and I'm glad that they're here. True. Um, But semantically, it's easy to say the most important person in the room is the individual, is the the newcomer. So with that, we only have a minute left, and um, this was kind of an interesting show. We started, (laughs) we stopped, we got rain, we stopped, there were dogs barking. I'm going to have to listen to this one again and see how much of a train wreck it was yeah we still have rain but it is you know we made it and uh thank you everyone for listening next week we'll be on at the same time same bat time same bat channel hopefully no rain hopefully no rain are you going to be in the studio next yes okay i will be because your birthday's tuesday tuesday and your daughter's is wednesday yeah well maybe it's monday i don't even know sometime next week oh well we'll birthday so with that, with miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.